We like sports and we don't care who knows. From shooting hoops to the Super Bowl. We like sports and we don't care who knows. Football, football, football. football. Yeah, hockey. yeah, yeah. It's the Almost Sports uh, Show uh. with Jason Dick and C.J. Morgan. Absolutely the most legitimate sports talk program on 1027 ESPN. Join the conversation at 512-834-1027. Now here are Jason and C.J. Welcome to Hour 2 of the Almost Sports Show. Jason and CJ out today. They'll be back tomorrow. Patrick Osborne and Brandon Elkins are with you today. By the way, why don't we have like this super hyped up intro on our show? Because I was too busy making doing other things That's for, your the fault. St- for the station. Okay. Yes. All right. All right. As long as I know who, where to point the finger. Also, I was told we were not allowed to do that. Well... Tell that to Jason and CJ with this Lonely Island. Look, these guys can Lonely do it. Island? Is that Lonely Island? Lonely Island Lonely Brothers. Lonely Planet. <laughs> Andy Samberg. Either way, I'm still convinced that uh, that's actually CJ rapping there. We'll, 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 uh, we'll think of that till the end. Probably we'll think will. think about that till the end. Probably until the end. Till the, yep. till the bitter end. So, uh, yeah, welcome back to the Almost Sports Show. We, uh, we're glad that you're sticking around with us for hour this two. second hour. This is the first. This Way is to survive, y'all. Unprecedented uh, right here. We've never had a second hour, you and I, on the no, air together no, uh, on this not. sports station. Yeah. We've always been relegated to uh, one hour, followed by Paul Feinbaum. Let me just say, just the, these hours that I have spent with you have been the best hours spent with you I've ever had in the five years that I've known you. Really? Better than those baseball <laughs> conversations we'd had? Well, because we got to talk about them, those baseball conversations on air. Sure. We always tease. We, paid for it, yeah. we need our own baseball show. Oh, we got the, show the show called the bullpen. Yeah. You would think that it was our yeah. What we are. I'm, I'm, In fact, I am, most I am who, grateful. I am thankful for the amount of time that I got to spend talking sports with you. Likewise, that man. I get to spend talking. Likewise, sports likewise, with you. likewise, and we uh, we we still got two and more we, hours. Yeah. Of this. and we appreciate Today. every single listener that has listened to this station from day one. I know it's been, uh, uh, it was kind of a rough start to go, but... We got struck by lightning. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it was was an interesting start, but uh, I think we found our footing, so we appreciate all y'all. I think I still got a trip to fan hangover or something, man. I've just been, I've been struggling with the the energy levels today. You had your first four-week, four-day vacation in a while. Well, not necessarily. I went to New England at the end of October for uh, nine days. I'm talking. This is like non-vacation oh, related. Yeah. When was the last time you got four days off? Oh, probably. I'm saying probably Thanksgiving yeah. of 21. Exactly. Yeah. So look, like I told Mark when I first walked in, it felt like it'd been five years since I've been here. Yeah. Four days away from radio is a long time. Now I really did feel like a. It felt crazy. I, as we've we've discussed on the show, I, I am unable to sleep. Yeah. I I cannot sleep because uh, you know Monday through Friday my alarm goes off at 2:35 a.m. Mm-hmm. On a good day, I sleep till that, but I, I almost never. So you know, on the weekend, at least I, you I don't have cats do waking you up at five forty-five, six o'clock every morning. Why do we buy no, cats? Why just have do a diabetic we dog who wakes me up three a.m. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. You know, you get it. Yeah. <laughs> but I do get the cat thing too, Man. and they can they can be a pain. God, they're so annoying, but I love them. Yeah. <laughs> Did you uh, get a chance to watch any of that uh, the football game, the Sunday night football? I watched a little bit of it. Yeah, I was. Um, I'm not gonna lie. I was a little upset. Uh, the way mine ended, my football team ended, and uh, I I was kind of out of uh, my football mood at that time. You weren't into the. I don't know if you saw Eagles what happened Packers. to to my team, but um, Josh Jacobs did his best. Uh, who what do you call it? Bo Jackson impersonation. That was a, literally a hell of a walk off right there. Ran off <laughs> out of the stadium, uh-huh. which I wish he would have ran into the tunnel and done a complete act, same thing Bo Jackson did when he ran for. 
he had like four 90-yard runs that game. Oh, God, it was pathetic. Well, since you brought it up, yeah. I mean, he, he capped off a 300-yard a three, game. 229. Well, 300 total right. scrimmage yards. Right. Let's well, let's put that into perspective. All right, so not 300 <laughs> rushing yards. We're talking about my total, squad here. I'm a little total tender. yards. I'm a little Either tender. way, this was an incredible walk-off touchdown in overtime. Uh, you, Jacobs, he burst through just a big old hole on the right side of the line, and he was gone. 86 Untouched. yards. Yeah, walk off 80s with what, like about four four minutes or so, four and a half minutes left to go? I was I was hoping for a tie at that point, and then Josh Jacobs was already 30 yards down the field. I was like, okay, I guess not. So we finished the, the with a franchise single-game record for all-purpose yards and rushing, 303 all-purpose yards, 229 rushing yards. Also the fourth player in the Super Bowl era to finish with at least 300 all-purpose yards and two touchdowns in a game, joining Stephon Page, Priest Holmes, and Adrian Peterson, all of whom have done it previously. Can I tell you, it, it, I have him as my fantasy running back, and it's probably still not enough to save me from a on my way to a five-game losing streak after winning pick? seven in a row. I won seven games in a row, and I'm on my way to losing five straight. You play fantasy baseball? No, I don't like fantasy baseball. It's weird. I think fantasy sports in general are weird. Yeah, I haven't done fantasy sports in five years, and this is why. You got money on the line with that one? Yeah, I got oh, money on the line with yeah, that that's one. Rough. That's why I'm annoyed. Yeah. I like my money. You know that. I don't like to bet on anything. These guys tricked me. I'm suing all of them. No, I have a tendency to set fire to my cash before I actually gamble it because it's probably putting it to better use. More, more entertaining. Use. Yeah. yeah, more entertaining. Yeah, at least I get a little warmth out of it. <laughs> exactly. As opposed to, you know, starving in the cold. <laughs> <laughs> I gambled my cash. Uh, but yeah, so uh, I mean, it, Jacobs has got what, six? Looks like he's got six uh, games remaining on his contract this year uh, and uh, already up to 1,159 rushing yards, fifth highest total in franchise history. Good for him. Absolutely. That's great. Uh, Pete just, Carroll? Yeah, it was tough. Pete Carroll said uh, some of Jacobs' production was actually a function of that all the attention uh, the, the, the Seahawks were paying to Devontae Adams instead. Paying too much attention to him, forgetting all about Josh Jacobs. Look, you're talking about a lesser of two evils because if they focus more on the run game, yeah, Devontae Adams probably would have had 250 yards passing. I guess. I don't know. I want, I'm want. i just being pessimistic at this point because that defense was trash all game. Well, Adams has been on a tear recently. In the last he three, has. Three exactly. games, 413 receiving yards, five touchdowns. And they actually seven held him catches in check. for 74 yards yeah, in Seattle. But they forgot about the second most important player on that team. Jacobs. Jacobs. Oh, yeah. oh man. <laughs> Talking about the Raiders. I know. God. <laughs> I was just thinking maybe you were switching gears back to your uh, no. Seahawks. I'm you, still mad. You have a tendency to take hard right turns like that sometimes. Thank you. It's like we're yeah. talking about Verlander all of a sudden, but in Seattle. It's like, uh, that is called ADD. Gotcha. Fair yeah. enough. Sorry about that. Fair enough. <laughs> um, so that, that 86 uh, yard run. Is, is going like this nonstop. I get it, man. Yeah. I get it. Uh, that 86 yard run, fourth longest uh, overtime touchdown from scrimmage in NFL history. Yeah, it hurt. Uh, Jacobs, number four. Jarius Wright did it in 2014 at 87. Garrison Hurst, way back in 98, had a 96-yard run. And then in 85, Mike Quick with the Philadelphia Eagles, 99 yards. If you want to replicate, if you want to understand what that game looked like, just watch a Bo Jackson versus Seahawks game, and you'll understand what I'm talking about. Yeah. Brian Bosworth getting ran over Bosworth about play. seven times. Legendary. Oh, yeah. God. And Bosworth was a beast. He was. I, uh, I, I but he to, was also a little weak. I used to work in a, a vet clinic up a with lot. this gal who who went to OU, and she uh, at the same time the Bos was there, mm-hmm. and she said she never once, never once saw him in class ever. 
I Ever. Don't. That's not surprising at all. <laughs> I, I guarantee you who she did see in that class was doing it for him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because back then, you could get away with that. Absolutely. So the Raiders improved to 4-7. and seven. Uh, That was their first win against Seattle since 1998. Barf. Second straight overtime victory on a walk-off touchdown. Just third team to accomplish that in the NFL. Uh, I will say... Uh, 1974. Walk-off touchdowns are pretty exciting. Even if it's against my <laughs> they team. They are... But I will go to my grave arguing that a walk-off homer. I'm is not always. Yeah, I'm not taking away with that. Although you you could also put a hockey walk-off in there in overtime because you know it's it's what David Pasternak did with the Bruins. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Did I really have to do that? Listen, man. I'm, I'm, <laughs> shall I go back to say that the Garden was raucous, just like they won? I mean, it was almost like they won the cup. Speaking of taking right turns, well, hey, you know, <laughs> you softball immense. Sometimes you gotta. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, exactly. So going back to last night's uh, Sunday night football, uh, Jalen Hurts has accomplished something no quarterback has done in the last 30 years. Win with the Eagles? Oh, <laughs> I'm going to get a lot of crap for that this week. Sorry. It's not even a good joke. I know it's not. That was awful. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like they've been a horrible team. No, they've been great this year. They're the be- one of the best teams. <laughs> <laughs> just taking a shot wherever I could find it. Look, I'm angry. I'm just swinging I'm wildly bitter. like Deontay Wilder. I got walked off, all right? Windmills. I'm a little bitter. You know how that feels. It stings. Throwing Wilder windmills over there. Um, <laughs> so Packers <laughs> couldn't handle Hurts at all last night in that matchup. Not surprised. And uh, he cleared the – Jalen Hurts cleared the 100-yard rushing mark – in the first quarter. How did the Cowboys lose to that team? I don't know. You mean the, the, the Packers? Oh, yeah. I thought you were asking about the Eagles. No, 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 no. I get that. I just can't believe they lost to the Packers. It's just one of those games. Yeah. Hurts now is the only quarterback with more than 100 rushing yards in a quarter in the last 30 years. Had 102 with 52 coming on the first drive of the game last night. Saw Kenneth Gainwell rush it from four yards out, go up 7-0. Uh, he's on the cusp of breaking the Eagles' franchise record for the most rushing yards by a quarterback in a single game. Any idea who holds that record currently? It was uh, Say that again. 12 Say years that record ago. again. Hertz is on the cusp of breaking the Eagles' franchise record for the most rushing yards by a quarterback in a single game. What year? Well, it was set. The record was set in 2010. Okay. So, any idea who it might have been? 2010 was that Vic? Mm, that's exactly who it was. Nice. Yeah, 130 yards he set in 2010. Oh, it's broken. Finished the first half with uh, 126 yeah, yards on 10 carries. He did that. Yeah. I almost went for uh, God. What was that? Uh, the other quarterback who was with To and they went to the Super Bowl for the Eagles. Oh, McNabb. McNabb. Yeah, because he could run a little bit. Yeah, in, I guess early so. on. God, remember Devonte or uh, Devonte Culpepper? Uh, Dante Culpepper. Dante Culpepper. Yeah, I remember Dante Culpepper. But but for me, those guys were huge. For me, the the, the quintessential Eagles quarterback. For me, and maybe just no, just the era probably that I grew up with. Randall Cunningham. Randall Cunningham. That's for me. Randall Cunningham will always be the greatest Eagles quarterback. And not talked about at all. Criminally underrated. Very little. Very little talked about. Very underrated. Criminally underrated. I would see that guy to anyone besides Eagles. He would pull like Barry Sanders style moves. Just trying to, you know, clear out a little space in the pocket. Yeah. And 15 seconds later, he'll let it fly downfield for a touchdown. I, I mean, feel like I see more Fran, uh, this is a different team, but I feel like I see more old school Fran Tarkenton than mm-hmm. I see of Randall uh, Cunningham. Cunningham. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it Hard really to go is wrong with Fran. Is it because he had a, such a short career? Who, Randall Cunningham? Yeah. Probably. Um, that probably has a lot to do with it. But he, I felt like even back in his day, he was still underrated. He was because like he was the, doing things that they're doing now yeah. that they that we marvel on, and he was doing them 
15, 20 years ago. Oh, it was longer than that. Longer than he that. He was like God, the Marvin Hagler really? of the NFL. Yeah, like just uh, one of the greatest to do it and couldn't couldn't buy respect no. uh, you know, from some people if he tried. Is uh, it because they didn't win a Super Did they win I a think, Super Bowl? No, no, they didn't. And yeah. I think that probably plays some of it as well. Short career, not winning a Super Bowl. Well, yeah, that's that's XX. Ask a lot of kids yeah. these days, though. You know, uh, you have... What do you Ask know, Randall of, Cunningham? A lot of them probably won't. Exactly. Oh, Who? I don't know. Who's Dude. that? Yeah. Never heard of him. Yeah. That's that. What do you want, Al? Is a tragedy. Uh, so, Ooh. yeah. Ooh. Yeah. So, uh, here's something worth noting back down this Jalen Hurts thing. He's not even the NFL's leading rusher among quarterbacks. That honor goes to Justin Fields, 834 yards in the season seven. That's not touchdown. surprising either. No. That dude is fast. I cannot believe they're on such a bad team because. He's actually really good. Mm-hmm. Justin Fields looks really good. And you know what? We can check the tape. I thought the Bears might be good this year because of Justin Fields, so I'm going to give myself 50% on that. Well, I would uh, I would say probably, and, and Johnny Rude being a big uh, mm-hmm. Bears fan himself would probably agree with this, that without Justin Fields, these Bears would be in a significant, significantly worse, worse spot than they are right now. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, this is not a good football team in Chicago. A lot of the offense is because of Justin That's Fields right. running. That's right. You imagine a guy like Justin Fields matched up with a guy like Damian Pierce? Mm, that would be a hell of a... Ah, you're talking. Yeah, that'd be a hell of a matchup uh, right But there. can he throw? Well, who cares if you're, you're putting up... Okay. You know, take the Vince Young route. All right. And just run. You heard it here just first, run. Texans fans. Just run it. Call your local Texans front office guy and say, you need Justin Fields. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Aaron Rodgers, he got hurt last night. Oh, no. Uh, exited the game against the Eagles in the third quarter uh, with a rib injury. Apparently, it was it was uh, enough pain where he was worried he punctured a lung. Okay. That is not Rodgers, it's time. It's time. You don't need to put your body through this anymore. He's an old, he's an old guy. Let, your, let, your, let, your, let yourself go. Do your Have your weed in the mountains. Move to Montana. You can be neighbors with my sister and her, and her husband. Just get out of here. We don't need you. Don't need to be here anymore. We don't want to hear about you anymore. Guy's got plenty of money to to exist yeah, for the rest fine. of his life in Montana. He's fine, and he wants to in Montana. Yeah. Oh man, I love Montana. It is great. It's like the Texas of the pack. I can't Northwest. wait to visit my sister. They just moved to Kalispell. Man, I'm excited. I live briefly in uh, Thompson it's Falls, Montana. So cold though. My uncle lives in probably one of the highest points in central Montana, but like almost to the border of Canada. Mm-hmm. And he told me one winter. He went out in t-shirt and shorts because it was negative 25 degrees and that was warm to him at that time. Negative 25. That's a different breed of fellow. He's right like, there. it's usually negative 50 right now. Yeah. So the sun's out. It's 25 degrees warmer than normal. I got my t-shirt and shorts in like four feet of snow. No way. Dude's a Dude's no a way. beast. Dude's a different breed of human. <clears throat> I remember uh, the, in the brief time that I was there back in the 90s, they didn't have a speed limit in Montana. Right? It was just, yeah, it was I remember that. It was on the books as reasonable and prudent. That was it. <laughs> it, it there was no number yep. attached to it. And I always assumed the part of the reason was because they would get those snowstorms, awful, awful roads, mm-hmm. potholes everywhere. So, you know, well, speed at your own risk, dude. And it's also because you're out where no one is going to be able to help you. Mm-hmm. Or it's going to take a very long time to get to you because these roads are just out in the middle of nowhere. Awful roads. I think now, I think they, they put a speed limit of like 85 yeah, I think out, right. out there now. Yeah. That's your reasonable speed. Yeah. But yeah, no one's no one's out there monitoring your speed. They, well, they want you to get in and get out. 
So Aaron Rodgers could could happily and comfortably go up there, eat his ayahuasca or whatever he does, and uh, do Aaron Rodgers things. I would guarantee you that he's never going to do ayahuasca again. I'm sure he'll be like, I did it once. Probably good for me. I think if he does, he'll never is, he'll never talk about it again. Dude, that is, yeah, no kidding. Because that's uh, all we talk about yeah, now. Well, but like, that funny. is an intense experience. Is it? I've never done it, but I've seen people <laughs> do it. I've watched. I've watched the the ritual happen, and that does not look fun. Do you get sick? Like get uh, like really when you eat peyote? Like yeah. peyote? You vomit a lot. Is it chicken? You remember the young guns when they ate the peyote? Never mind. No. Never mind. What? No. Young guns? Be, yeah. No, is that a is that a is that a movie? Don't ask me that. Are you, is that a you show? Did not just ask me that question. I don't recognize the young gun's name. Tell me, Emilio Estevez, Charlie Sheen. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I maybe watched that movie once. It's okay. It's a pretty poorly acted movie. Why don't you just leave this studio right, All right now? See it. Those are some of the most. See you, is, you blasphemed Hollywood, man. <laughs> hey, listen. I like some pretty obscure movies that nobody else likes. All right, it's okay. You're all right. I'm not judging you for it. I've never fully seen watched it through because it's hard to get through. All of That's it. unfortunate, man. <laughs> I'll give it another try just because those, you said that. I'll, I'll I'll go in with different expectations. Millennial intentions, man. You got there. Listen, man, <laughs> I'm just on the cut. All right, it's not my fault. Anyway, so back to Rogers here. Uh, play, apparently, he was getting a, it from all over. In, in enough pain uh, that uh, team staff member they had to actually carry him off the field with the injury there. Uh, X-rays show though that uh, he did not have a punctured lung. But and he also, uh, you know, he's still dealing with that thumb injury where he, sure. he broke his thumb. Uh, Roger says that he wants to go ahead and play until the uh, Packers are, are mathematically, uh, as he put it, mathematically eliminated, mathematically eliminated from playoff contention. Why don't you just stop now, man? Yeah, we're good. We're we're good. We don't. You don't need it. You don't need to prove anything. We don't need to talk about you anymore. Yep. Let's just move on. Yep. Maybe join the Pat McAfee show because you do very well on that show with those guys. <laughs> just enjoy your life, man. You're, you're Aaron freaking Rodgers. You're almost 40. You've won MVPs, Super Bowls, Pro Bowls, what the hell ever. You're a good golfer. You have more money than anyone could ever imagine. Enjoy life, bro. Fair enough, man. Fair enough. Stick around. Uh, got a little Monday night football preview coming up. Uh, we're going to dive into the NCAA. The new AP 25 is out. Some changes. I smell some top 10 action. USC has joined the top four. And I appreciate that. And I hope Do they you? stay there for one reason. And I'll tell you when we return. 512-834-1027 is the number. We'll be right back. This is the Bullpen with Patrick and Brandon on 1027. Boo, you blew it. All right, operator error. Operator error. This is not you suck. This is not the bullpen. That's coming up next hour. My apologies. I was just wasn't Oh man. Welcome to hour two of Almost Sports. I think you owe them five dollars each for that one. Obviously, Jason and uh, CJ are not here today. They'll be back tomorrow. It's just habit. Like this is your normal spot. Hundred percent force of habit. That was muscle memory. I wouldn't even pay it. I don't even remember loading that in there just now. That's how muscle memory that was. Anyway, welcome back to the Almost Sports boo. Show. Sourpuss, boo. Quote Ed. Quote the great Ed Clements. That's one of my favorite sound bites we play over there in KLBJ, by the way. Yeah. We um, play that all the time. But uh, yeah, pa- uh, Patrick Osborne, Brandon Elkins with you here. Uh, not on the bullpen, but on Almost Sports. The number here, 512-834-1027. You went away on anything, way in on anything we've mm-hmm. been chatting about. Uh, you're always welcome. We would love to have you here. So tonight, we got uh, Steelers-Colts. For Monday Night Football. You I wish we could flex out of Monday Night Games. What do you mean? Like they do with uh, flexing out of Sunday Night Games. You can change oh, the schedule. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah, I wish you could do that for Monday Night Games. Why? 
Uh, because this isn't a sexy Monday night, ba- uh, ma- uh, you know, matchup. It's not worthy of watching, honestly. Yeah. Unless you're a fan of these teams, who you know, it's not a great matchup to watch. You mean the three Especially and seven Steelers night. and the four six and one Colts? Yeah. Aren't that exciting. Woo, whoopee! Have <laughs> have a great time with Joe Buck and Troy Aikman. There's a season of ups and downs for both teams, mostly downs. Well, probably argue. You know, my favorite part of Monday Night Football is, and it's actually on Twitter. This guy, uh, his ad's like Bubba Prague. His name's like Timothy. I don't know. He, he does like, he does meme stuff. But my favorite thing that he does is for every broadcast for Troy and Buck and uh, what's his name? Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth. He d- takes screen caps of when they're talking and just shows like the greatest facial expressions that they make all time. It's wonderful. <laughs> That's my favorite part of Monday Night Football. All favorite all time memory of Monday Night Football? No, but right now, because it sucks. I think my favorite all-time memory, and this goes back to when I was a little boy, is Don Meredith singing, Turn out the lights, the party's over. You remember that? No. Before your time? No. It was quite before my time, oh, I think. That was, that was Dandy, you are older than me. Dandy Don used to sing that once in a while there on Monday Night Football. Also, uh, a little bit before my, well, not necessarily. I, didn't, I, don't, I don't have too many memories of how I'd co-sell, but I, I, mm. I still... Uh, I never got to hear him, unfortunately. I, or if my, I did, I don't remember. My mother despised Howard Cosell, but I, I've always found Howard Cosell to be one of the more fascinating uh, guys in, in, in our profession. Why would you hate Howard Cosell? I don't know, I think, because Howard Cosell talked like this. And it was I think a that is a ass. wonderful way to watch a football game. Howard Cosell and his relationship with Muhammad Ali was a thing of beauty. So random. A thing of beauty. Those two, <laughs> those two guys had the utmost respect for one another. Wasn't it, he the one who broadcasted about uh, JFK passing away or getting shot? It was John or, Lennon. John Lennon. John that's Lennon during was. a broadcast yeah. of Monday Night Football, I believe. The wonderful John. Uh, no, I'm gonna. I'm gonna like try that. And yeah. It, I mean, it was, it was right along those lines. Yeah. John Lennon passed, shot, shot in New York or something like that. Passed yeah. away. That, that's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, the announcement coming on Monday Night Football. My so, name is Brandon Elkins. <clears throat> this is. Almost sports. Almost sports. Uh, so you almost had the bullpen. Didn't no, you? I didn't. Uh, so yeah, the three and seven Steelers, the four, six, and one Colts. Not a sexy matchup, but uh, a matchup nevertheless tonight at Lucas Oil Stadium. Um, so Pittsburgh entering the game tonight, fourth place in the NFC or AFC North. Indianapolis, second place in the AFC South with that record, four, six, and one. Kind of reminds me of that bum record. Was it the, the Bucks have like five and six, and they're st- <laughs> they're still in first place over there? That's pretty pathetic, yeah. yeah. Although I can't talk much because my team made the playoffs at seven and nine, so I'd be a hypocrite. So who do you like in this matchup here, uh, Steelers Colts? I think I'm probably going to go with who's home team, the Colts. And it's uh, uh, I don't know. You got Matt Ryan, who's uh, the veteran over Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett, the Kenny, rookie. Yeah, Kenny Smallhands Pickett, right. according to Ed. Only first year player from the 2022 draft class, though, to, to be a consistent. I think starter. the Colts are are showing a little bit of life with Jeff Saturday. Go figure. See, that's why I would pick the Colts. I yeah, think that they think like having him there amid all the controversy. Definitely. I think having a guy like Jeff Saturday, who's been in the trenches in Indianapolis, goes a long way. However, I need the Steelers to actually go off and win because I need to win uh, a fantasy football game, and the defense is the only thing in the way. Well, so Tomlin's guy is ranked 27th in total offense and 28th in scoring, so <laughs> yeah, good luck. Good luck with that. Indianapolis playing its first primetime game since they fired Frank Reich. And, uh, you almost wish Sam Ellinger was playing this game still, mm. but clearly Jeff Saturday was, had seen enough of that, which, yeah. look, I think we all have, but I also think he was given a, a bad spot to be in. He was put in a very tough spot, yeah. Sam Ellinger. Yeah. And so he did not succeed. 
which may mean he won't be an Indianapolis Colt at the end of this year. But I think someone will give him someone will give him a shot. One would hope. Yeah, one def- would hope. Definitely, someone will give him a shot. So you're taking the Colts. Yeah, I think the Colts are. I think the Colts are, uh, are riding the uh, the Jeff Saturday train right, and they're one and one. They're going to win Saturday this one. Right and now. Pittsburgh is just not that great. They are neither not. are, but I, you know, you take the home team in this matchup. Uh, the Colts will see the. Uh, They've actually uh, downgraded three players ahead of tonight's game. Linebacker Zaire Franklin with an illness uh, re-added to the injury report. Kylan Granson, tight end, uh, downgraded from questionable to doubtful. And uh, Quiddy Pay, is that how you say that name? Sure. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, anyway, out with an ankle injury. <laughs> uh, gone from questionable to out. Perfect. So, uh, yeah, yeah, there you go. Uh, definitely, I'm taking the Colts tonight. I think it's probably... Probably twenty eight ten. It just it like it it seems like an even matchup because they're both not very good. But it, you just want to lean on the home team and you know like, the, the I, extra energy that the Saturday the Saturday and Matt Ryan thing. factors. Yeah, exactly. I, I think I'm is making me like yeah, that. Definitely. Um, speaking of quarterbacks, you hear Matt Stafford probably going to miss the rest of the season. Oh, it's a shame. He so missed, sorry to hear that. Yeah. Well, I mean he he, <laughs> he uh, missed missed Sunday's game with a strained neck on the heels of two recent visits to the concussion protocol. Yeah, he's had a bunch of concussion protocols this this year. It's time to rest up I there, think so. little, there, man. It's, to, you're getting up there in age. He had to leave last week against the Saints with a head injury. So I uh, yeah, I mean you only got one head. <laughs> CTE is a thing. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Uh, so on to the NCAA we go now, okay. where the new uh, AP. Top 25 out. Mm-hmm. I'm liking what I see. Some changes here. Yes, sir. Michigan is now number two after that. After That uh, That was very surprising. Exciting, uh, yeah, and, and somewhat surprising yeah, victory over for Ohio State. Most the of the game, Ohio State seemed like they had that game in hand. I mean, it wasn't not in, in score-wise, but it just seemed like they were able to do everything that they wanted to do. So I turned it off. I'm like, all right, well, this we're is done. done. And then all of a sudden, Michigan wins by 22 points. It's crazy. You see, they they planted that flag Michigan did out there in the O. Harbaugh was like, "Yeah, I want that flag. I want to, I want to put that flag in a museum." I have a I have a fun alternative to that with the Apple Cup because uh, when Wazoo won last year, they did the same thing. They planted a, a a Cougar flag in the middle of the fifty yard line on the Husky emblem. Guess what happened this year? The Huskies did it. Huskies won fifty five thirty three, handedly beat them. Mm-hmm. And the Cougars' security placed a barrier around the the, uh, the middle logo, so we couldn't do the same thing. You hypocrite! Well, you know that's that's how they do things in Pullman. I know they, they just they're, they're weird over there. They in are Pullman, weird. Washington. Yes, they are. Uh, so, Although I'm we're 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 from those or I'm from that area. Oh, I know. So yeah, that, that's, that's why that's I'm weird. Case in point. Amen, brother. Woo! Uh, TCU moves <laughs> up a notch, number three now, behind uh, USC, who's moved up to number four. Uh, top-ranked Georgia, uh, still still the number one. Got Mich- Georgia, Michigan, TCU, USC, and Ohio State rounding out the top five. I just, I don't, I mean, I'm glad USC is in the top four because now it gives my team a better shot of the Rose Bowl. But also at the same time, I can't think of anyone who USC has beat that's made me think that they should be in the top four despite their record. It, yeah, uh, it's probably just the, the perks of being a California High profile and having, school and like Lincoln, Lincoln Riley and as your, Lincoln your Riley. head guy. The Lincoln yeah. Riley effect. Yeah, yeah. I, I've been saying it all year. Do you see where your Huskies are on this list? That's right, and that's why I'm. That's why number nine. I, that's why I'm annoyed. I'm also very excited because this team was two minutes away from beating UCLA. Mm-hmm. 
uh, and being a one-loss team and potentially five minutes away from beating ASU and being an undefeated team and maybe having a spot in that top four. But I'm excited where they're at now. I really hope uh, the number one quarterback in college football who isn't a Heisman candidate, which still blows my mind, uh, comes back next season. And I think he. I hope he will. And if he is, this team's going to be really good. Cool, cool. Um, Texas, but yeah, I want them to go to the Rose Bowl. Texas ending at season 8-4, and four, number 21. Uh, TCU actually has the highest ranking. Well, since. hold on. Let's go. Whoa, whoa, before we, let, let's not gloss over that. What, the, the 21? Because we're talking about a team that went 5-7 and seven last year. Now they're, what we talked about, four. we talked about they have a chance to maybe win nine games this year, which we thought was crazy. Well, they, yeah. They ended the season the ranked. The Alamo Bowl. They ended the season ranked. They won four more, or they won three more games than they did last season. This is a this is this is progress. This is what you wanted to see, even though they had the chance to be maybe a little bit better. Look, shoulda, woulda, coulda. I say the same thing. This team is still going to end the season ranked. Go to a bowl game sure. after winning four game five games last year. I think this is progress. I think Longhorn fans should be stoked. Well, and people laughed at me at the beginning of the season when I said nine. I laughed at you. I did. I specifically remember Mm -hmm. thinking, "No way!" Mm -hmm. And here we are. Here we are. If only my prognostications could have been so accurate for all of my other picks. Man, you just felt so good about yourself there. You just leaned back in your chair and like I knew this was coming, baby. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, Texas number twenty-one, TCU at at number three. It's the highest ranking since uh, reaching number two in uh, in, twenty fifteen. And, uh, yeah, so uh, let's see here. And then you've got uh, USC, best ranking uh, this late in the season since 2016 when they finished at number three. Uh, but some of the uh, one of the interesting ones that I see here, number 23, UTSA. Fight, fight, fight. Mm. Uh, making its uh, season debut in the top 25. Roadrunners have reached the ranking uh, the last year for the first time. Uh, they became uh, an FBS school way back in 2012. And uh, they... Uh, Peaked at number 15 last season, heading into a straight uh, Conference USA title game. Yeah. Ranked. Uh, and then, I, uh, think it's the, I think it's the Roadrunners' time. I think uh, UTSA is actually a, a team to, to reckon with, you know? Uh, they have put out some really good uh, NFL products lately, and so they're a legit team. You yeah. got, you, you, this is not a, a, you know, a, a, a gloss-over, easy-win team anymore. No. Like, you got to take them seriously. Yeah, and the Longhorns didn't. They beat them. Pretty After, well. I'm pretty sure UTSA beat them last year, right? Yeah, UTSA uh, has has shown flashes of, of danger. I think, yeah, this team is uh, this is this is a legit team now. Let's uh, let's head over to the phones. The great Florida man Kyle joining us on this Monday, this post Thanksgiving Monday. Uh oh, is a bedlam over there? How y'all doing? Good, good. We're doing great, man. How are you? I'm good. Sorry, eating lunch up mid Um. No word. So, want to mention? I don't know. Uh, so, you say your daddy's on Meredith fan, Patrick? No, I, I, well, I just, I, that's one of my, one of my favorite memories from when I was a boy watching Monday Night Football was when Don Meredith would sing, "Turn Out the Lights." Okay, well, I, that was a little before my time, but I remember. You know the show King of the Hill, my, the Mike Judge show. Oh yeah, I love that show. Yeah, we're hanging out to throw it out with Dandy Don. Dandy has a great voice cameo in one of the episodes. Easily my favorite episode of the whole series. So, Luann wins a chance to throw a football through a hole in a Cowboys game, yeah. but she can't. But she can't do it because she's not 21. So Hank's going to do it. And so the thing is, you can either you know go for 
you do it or Danny Don does it, but you win less. And so the whole episode's amazing. They stop in um, a plantation to meet Bill's relatives and Meryl Streep and the Dixie Chicks are the relatives. Uh. And then he gets then he gets to the game and meets Don. And Don just has a great cameo about, you know, how you don't always get what you want in life. You know, he wanted to go to a Super Bowl but never made it kind of thing. It's just a really great episode. I think it's called a beer can named Desire, kind of a play on streetcar named Desire. Mm-hmm. But if y'all haven't seen it, check it out. It's easily my favorite episode of the whole series. I remember All episodes are on Hulu as well, by the way. I remember seeing it when it aired years ago on Fox, but I think that was the one and only time I saw it. You old it. bitch. <laughs> you yeah, old. Yeah, yeah. Dang it, Bobby. But, um, but no, seriously, just go to Hulu and give it that one episode, Patrick. You'll love it. It's great. I'll, I will definitely go back and give it a rewatch because it's, like I said, it's been only the one time, so I'll definitely go. But I... I know which one you're talking about. Definitely one of the better King of the Hill episodes out there, for sure. Shout out to Mike Judge, Austin resident. Oh no! I, 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 when I was in college, I was a bartender at Opal Divines. Mike Judge is one of my regulars. Love it, yeah. Love that man. And he's easy to recognize. recognize, But it was so funny because I think people tell him all the time, you know, oh, I loved your show. And I told him, I said, oh my God, I'm Mr. Judge. I love your show so much. He goes, you know, what's your favorite episode? And I immediately came back with. Oh, how to fire a rifle is not really trying. Like I had the episode he's like, Oh, <laughs> no one usually really knows that. I go, I am not lying. <laughs> Florida man is always prepared. Yep. Always. Yeah, y'all have a great y'all have a great day. I love y'all. Bye-bye. Thanks, Kyle. Love you, pal. Appreciate See it. ya. I, I gotta say, I, I think to me the most memorable King of the Hill episode is uh I don't know you. That's my purse. Where Bobby takes the uh the self defense class uh for women. I don't know. And, and I love the show. I don't know it well enough to uh, to to explain episodes. His self defense uh, mechanism he was taught was to uh, land a kick in a guy's beanbag, and uh, much to the chagrin of his uh, of his dad and uh, the rest of the men on the yeah. planet. Yeah, uh, don't don't do that, Bobby. That's dirty. There's dirty. Th- <laughs> there's dirty ways to fight, and then there are dirty ways to fight. Oh, yeah. Word. Yeah, Bobby. Don't yeah, do that. Bobby. Damn it, Bobby. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, anyway, the... Um, wow, we got way off topic there. Nothing wrong with that, Love man. It. I, uh, and that's that's what we do. That's what we bring to the table here. If you're going to get off topic... Talk about what you want. Speaking of uh, Mike Judge real quick, um, some of you may know over on the uh, news station, I used to do a segment years ago called Trump Tweets. I, rem- I was first starting here when you were doing that. So I would write a... A, a fake tweet, and then I'd pull a real tweet from Trump, and then the caller would have to decide. Yeah, Alyssa ran that so well. Right. Uh, one time we had Mike Judge call in and remember play that. as Hank Hill. Yep, I and remember it was that. Absolutely epic, and it just so happened to be the day I didn't bring my A game. Yeah, because he's buddies with Todd, I believe. <laughs> yeah, uh, but uh, still one of the one of the, the more memorable phone That's calls I had. Cool. And but I, uh, to this day, I kick myself for uh, my my writing was subpar at best. Bro, your writing was good. You're being too hard on yourself. The show just. Yeah, I mean, Listen, if it's the, Mike the, Judge, you want to make the man laugh. I don't think I even. I don't you think you even entertained him enough to want to call and be a part of it. Yeah. So I say that I think that's something, man. Fair enough. Fair enough, indeed. Uh, so coming up here on Almost Sports, we uh, TCU Kansas, the Big Twelve Championship. In fact, we've got uh, conference title matchups are set for the ACC, the SEC, Big Twin, Big Twelve, Pac twelve. That and a whole lot more. We're going to dive into uh, what's up next for the Texas Longhorns and. We may make it over to the uh, the the, uh, the ballpark before the uh, the end of this hour. Talking about the ten best old guy free agents who are oh out boy. there. None of them old guy, quote I'm unquote, older than every single one of these dudes on this Ooh, list. Ouch, hurts. Ouch. Five one two eight three four one zero two seven. Give us a call. 
Now back to Almost Sports with Jason and CJ on 1027 ESPN. Turn out the lights. The party's over. <laughs> they say that all good things must end. Call it a night. The party's over. And tomorrow and next year starts the same old thing again. There you go. Dandy Don Meredith, ladies Good and gentlemen. Dandy Don Meredith. That's, uh, welcome back to the... I've never uh, heard that a day in my life. You've not heard that, huh? That's, uh, that's, that's, it sticks out like a sore thumb uh, in my memories. Uh, welcome back to the Almost Sports Show. Patrick Osborne, Brandon Elkins with you. The, not uh, the bullpen. Not the bullpen. Yet. Not the bullpen. Uh, but a familiar name on the bullpen. Oh. Give us a call. Going to the phones. Northside Dave weighing in on hey. this Monday afternoon. Happy hey. post-Thanksgiving day. Yeah. I'm doing good. He had a good Thanksgiving. He had uh, rib roast. Awesome. That's right. That's what I'm talking about. Anyway. Hey, uh, no, a, a couple things. Um, yeah, I, I grew up watching Monday Night Football. I remember watching the very first uh, game. Um, and the funny thing I liked about it was that when Dandy Don Merritt would, would just jab Howard Cosell, like, shut up, Howard. You didn't play the game. How do you know? Yeah. Shut up, Howard. You know? That was great. And then, uh, since you guys brought up King of the Hill, one of my favorite um, episodes was um, where uh, ZZ Top shows up. It turns out that Dusty Hill is Hank's cousin. Oh, I forgot. Totally forgot about that. That, that's that a, is hilarious. That's a classic yeah, and, episode. Uh, Hank's dad, you know, uh, you know, he gives the car to Dusty, and Dusty turns it into a demolition derby race. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta watch it, that straight. Cotton Hill, yeah, Cotton Hill, also one of the one of the best uh, dads in all of uh, modern TV. Oh, well, thanks for calling in, Dave. We we appreciate you weighing in there. Thanks. Abrupt thanks end. An abrupt end to the to the to the north side. Hey, he, he he gets his point in, and then he hangs up and lets us talk about it. So that's we why we appreciate that. One of the reasons we appreciate him so much. We appreciate your brevity, my friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, so conference title matchups set for the ACC, the SEC, the Big Ten, the Big Twelve, the Pac Twelve. This has certainly been the most pivotal month for college football. It's coming to an end rapidly. It's been a fun year. How about that? It's been definitely an interesting college football I, I, season. I would agree. I would agree. And I, before the uh, December Bowl mania officially kicks off, we've got uh, one more weekend to get through conference championship mm-hmm. games. Uh, yeah, last it's funny. To- I see bowl projections, and I would not have expected to see Alabama in the Sugar Bowl. The two-loss Alabama against Crimson Tide. Kansas State. Yeah. This is what I'm looking at right here from, mm-hmm. uh, from Brett, I think, Brett Feldman or Brett McMurphy. He's okay. got some uh, interesting matchups there. TCU against uh, Michigan in the VRBO Fiesta Bowl. Georgia versus the Trojans in the Peach Bowl. Washington versus Ohio State in the Rose Bowl. Hmm. And then, yeah, the Sugar Bowl, Alabama, Kansas State. That's not really a sexy matchup to me. I wouldn't say so. Yeah, not really at all. But these <laughs> other ones are, though. I, I would definitely watch all these all the other three. Well, so for the ACC championship game, we're looking at uh, Clemson versus North Carolina on December 3rd. That's... I. I'm going to have to go with Clemson on that one. I mean, I you would think, but I, they have not looked that good lately. They haven't, and North Carolina has looked surprisingly okay. Better, yes, yeah. much better. Uh, I'm still going to go with Clemson. Yeah, you on got that it. One, you got it. Uh, you got to think that they'll they'll figure it out. Over in the SEC, Georgia LSU. Again, got to go with Georgia. It's hard not to. Mm-hmm. It really is. Uh, yeah, I mean, they they really haven't really shown much weakness at, at all this year. So yeah, you got to go Georgia and LSU. You know they they. 
they took a beating against yep. uh, Texas A&M. Yeah, Texas A&M, fact, a and team that had nothing to play for. A and M fans stormed the field, went absolutely eight. good, as they should. Yeah, that's the number five team, and you are not a good team this year. Apparently, no, not at you all. You had high expectations. Yeah, you went out. You 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 finished the season with a bang, and and that's. That's good for the Aggies. Yeah. That'll make them feel good. Yeah, good for them. Yeah, and, absolutely. And, and I also, on that note uh, of the Aggies, I think there are four players that have entered the transfer portal. It's going to be a tough, it, may, it might be a, a tough future for the Aggies. Or they can rebuild themselves for the portal. I've heard some some rumors that Sark may be looking to, you know, coax some of them over here to the 40 Acres, if possible. All it takes is a little <clears throat> cha-ching. Listen, man, if it's between Austin and College Station, come on. It's no really, offense to College Station. No offense, I, I'm from a rural part of the country. Like I, I get the lure of a, a small town feel, but oh, I do too. But we're talking about College Station. Yeah, we're talking about college kids. I think Austin is uh, looks, looks looks a little more fun. You run over by jacked up trucks over there. <laughs> wow, good one. Driven by twelve packs of Bush, Bush, <laughs> Natty Light, or. Whatever it is they like over Bush there. Bush Light is the uh, the beer of choice in Pullman, Washington. I can tell you that for sure. More so than people Rainier, buy, huh? Yes. People buy it they by the They still make Rainier? Hell yeah. They do? Hell yeah. Okay. Uh, it's just Bush is much cheaper than Rainier. You're talking about college kids in Pullman, Washington. So, yeah. They buy them by the pallets, though. It's pretty ridiculous. It's gross. It's disgusting. That is uh, vomit-inducing. <laughs> no, thank you. Have you ever had Bud Ice? I have, actually. <sighs> There's a, I heard I the have, process of how they make that. Ugh, how can you drink that? Yeah. No offense Blood to ice those who do like and that. And Miller Lite Ice, two uh, awful beers from the 90s. That, you know they uh, flash freeze the beer, and then they melt it, and that is what becomes butt ice. Yeah. Yeah, it's gross. It's literally old, frozen beer. Listen, I think you could stop it. When you're talking about gross beer, you could stop it bud. <laughs> Period. Done. Some people like it. Yeah, I know. Those without the refined palates. Oh, <laughs> that's that's below the belt, my friend. No, it's above. It's 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 the palate. I'm taking a shot at palates. Okay. No, I I'm, I'm kidding. If you like Bud, I'm just kidding. It's a fine beer. Sure. Just not not from. Enjoy me. Yeah. Uh, so Big Twelve. I mean, I'm sorry, Big Ten. Michigan versus Purdue. That one should be a lock for Michigan. Yeah, I'd say so. I mean, no no doubt about it. Uh, over in the Pac-12, USC Utah. You got to go USC. I'm taking but... Utah. I haven't seen Utah play at all this year, and I've never taken them seriously. But, I mean, they made it to the championship game. You're welcome. I'm taking Utah just because I can't stand USC. <laughs> uh, and then here in the Big 12, TCU, Kansas State. Got to be TCU. It's got to be TCU the way, they, be, the way uh, they've they played. They look good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I'm definitely going with TCU. Over good over luck Kansas to all of them. We wish our teams were in, <clears> but that's all right. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm. this will be the, uh, let's see. What do we have here? Uh, TCU. Yeah, uh, TCU is one of those teams that really hasn't gotten a lot of respect this year. You know, it's 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 been consistently, well, obviously consistently probably because winning. they're out of the blue team. But you, you know, but you got guys out there making arguments like Feinbaum, for yeah. example. You know, SEC homers out there are like, oh, well, uh, a team like TCU wouldn't last in the SEC at all. And then you look at what's been going on in the SEC. It's like, yeah, I think they would. Yeah, I think they're they just would've. beating up on each other mm-hmm. in the SEC. So yeah, I mean. TCU hasn't lost a game. You have to give them respect for that. Yeah. They're I, undefeated, and yeah. they're number three in the country. That is ultimate respect because that puts you in the college football playoff championship. Yep, yep. So what did you think of the Longhorns' performance over the, the, on Friday against Baylor? 
Uh, I think Jalen Ford is a stud. Yeah. Jalen Ford is ridiculous, and he's going to be very good uh, for the Longhorns for however long he stays, and he is going to be a very good NFL linebacker. Probably. 100%. Probably. Uh, Other than that, I mean, yeah, they took care of business. Look, Baylor isn't a pushover. They're a good team. No, I took Baylor to win. Right. On Friday. I'm, I'm, I'm not and, saying and for I'm a not, moment I'm not it looked like it was you out. I'm just saying the way they've looked as of late compared to the beginning where they thought they were the shoe in for Big 12 t- championship. You know, now they're at where they're at. But again, they're not a pushover. They're a good team. Mm-hmm. Texas took care of business. They needed to. They leaned on their guys. Who is their guys? Roshan, Bijan, go figure. They win again. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, they, they Roshan and Bijan combined for 256 rushing yards, 42 carries, and each found the end zone twice. Yeah. Uh, so Now the question is, do we ever see them play again? Because I've, an, I've seen plenty of arguments for or and against them playing in whatever bowl game they play. Unless it's the Alamo Bowl, I would say that there's no reason that for them to play in any bowl game. Well, the Alamo Bowl is the likely bowl. Right, that and, and that's what I'm saying. Game. I think it would be good because then you get to play in front of your fans one more time, uh, not too far away from home. So it's definitely worthy. I, I don't. Maybe depending on your opponent, opponent, I don't know. I just, I feel like one or both should probably not play either, either way because the the life of a running back is short. Yeah, sure. And Take a pounding. And I I I just worry about that. For their future, and I want them to succeed in the NFL. So I, I don't think they should play. I understand that argument. I, I and I, I wouldn't be surprised if we didn't see them. Yeah, you know, because what does it matter? It doesn't. It doesn't. Yeah, it really doesn't. All. You're going for your ninth win, which for them, it's great. They probably should have more this year after everything that happened. But we're at where we're at. Uh, Xavier Worthy has apparently removed all Longhorns related see, posts from his Instagram. That has sparked a lot of uh, speculation that. He's not coming back. I, I and I don't get that because I don't. I don't. He deleted know all of it. Yeah, I get. I get that. I'm just saying. I've I've heard in the past that this guy does this every couple months, uh, and so that they shouldn't look into this too much. We'll see. I mean, these are such childish things to do nowadays. We've seen other athletes do it, and nothing has come of it. Kyler Murray did it. Jared Kelnick did it. Other other athletes have done it, and literally nothing has come of it. So. I don't know if it's an attention grabber or what, but I would not worry about this until you have to worry about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so as you uh, as you pointed out, the, the the Alamo Bowl is the likely destination for Texas here. Did and, they say who their opponent might be? Uh, I, you know what? I saw that somewhere, and I actually it's it has slipped my mind at the moment. I'll come up with that answer for you shortly. You should. Uh, but yeah, so uh, the Longhorns finished in sole possession of third place in the conference standings. One game behind K-State. Third in the Big 12 after winning five games last year is very good. Yeah. And everyone should be proud. Sure, a little frustrated, but, you know, you can say that every year. If this this little thing happened here, if this little thing changed there, we'd be a completely different spot. You know, it is what it is. But they should still be happy. Since uh, participating in its first Alamo Bowl back in 2006, the Horns have been in the uh, they played in the Alamo Dome for the postseason more times than any other program. They've been there five times. This would be a record six times if they went back to San Antonio, which it looks like they will. Um, I mean, fair. I mean, it's right there. Why why make them travel? Yeah. Now, if for some reason the Alamo Bowl didn't want the Horns for whatever reason, including the possibility of you know maybe TCU loses in the Big 12 championship mm-hmm. for some reason, um, it the Horns very likely won't be falling any farther than the Cheez It Bowl. 
Which I, listen, man, it's sure. Hard. How can I, how do you take bowls? Don't seriously? expect much I mean, from Jesus. that. Yeah, seriously. And wasn't there one like the Jimmy Kimmel Live Bowl or something like that? It was a parody. Yeah, he okay. did it as a joke, okay, but good. it actually did work. But yeah, they've they've since you know kind of chilled out on those. Well, good because that was. I, I saw that yeah. at first, and I, I, I this is there aren't there aren't a hundred bowl games. We've anymore, reached like critical mass, and now we're out of names. You know, yeah, the fillet of fish bowl or whatever nonsense sure go up with uh so yeah stick around uh that's gonna do it for the almost sports show but that's not gonna do it for us you get us one more hour one more suckers. Hour. the bullpen <laughs> on the way stick around we've got more on the way we've got more nfl ncaa talk we're gonna head to the ballpark talk a little baseball and anything else under the sun you want to join us we'll be back after the break Bring it. 512-834-1027 we'll see you in a bit